Let me, uh, tilt this camera, camera, camera. <laughs> oh man. I got a setup down here, brother. Yeah. What do you say, Jack? It's good. All right. So three, two, one, welcome back to zombie squad cast. And here with me is a old, old, Triple OG veteran of Zombie Squad, of uh, partnerships with Dead On Pictures, Bass Lab, music videos from back uh, maybe 12 years ago, 2008. The most infamous uh, rapper from the DMV, Scotty LP. Glad to have you on. Um, for those of you watching, if you're familiar with our stuff on Dead On Pictures, uh, there's a number of music videos I did with Scotty LP, um, Who You Calling, uh, something Wicked, Let the Cross Fade It, a whole slew of music videos I did with Scotty. And uh, Scott also uh, sent me a whole bunch of tracks to use uh, for uh, to score, you know, Zombie Squad, Below the Rim, a bunch of the web series that we have out here. So uh, me and Scotty went to high school together, college together, a lot of business ventures, a lot of artistic ventures. So Scotty LP out in Atlanta, Georgia right now, why don't you tell everybody – uh, what you've been up to, who you are, re reintroduce yourself as far as 2020 goes, reintroduce yourself, tell us what you do, who you are, and what's happening. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, Glenn and I go way back, like you said, um, you know, over 20 years now, so I've known this guy. Uh, we've done quite a few things together. Now I've, I've been not suited up, but basically suited up working for uh, Big Brother, um, now Warner Media. So I work, uh, work in the Sports Central field, support NBA TV, um, E-League, um, UEFA, uh, WNBA, NCAA, uh, pretty much a lot of sports that come through. The old Turner still come through Turner Sports, and that's the group I'm with now. Before that, when I first got down here to Atlanta about six years ago, uh, I started with the Post Group. So I was supporting uh, Post Editorial and compositors, animators, and the systems they work on. Uh, but now with this whole COVID thing, um, you know, I've, I've kind of turned into a remote worker like most people. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to t uh, telecommute. So a lot of the work I'm doing is just from the computer at home. Um, there's no there's no sports obviously going on. So I'm staying busy just maintaining systems, building new systems, updating our documentation. Um, there's a lot of work to do, a lot of catch-up work to do. So that's basically what's keeping me busy. And that's professionally personally i got three kids i got a wife two cats and a dog you know doing the daddy daddy uh you know daycare thing sometimes at home hell yeah but um you know mama bear is basically taking on you know she's doing uh homeschooling for the kids and we found out this past week that um the remainder of the school year is going to be closed so we're just hunkering down doing what everybody else is doing trying to be safe um trying to be smart and um Watching the stock market just basically piss my money away. But besides that, man, life is good. And, um, you know, keep on keeping on, man. That's where I'm at. So good to be here. So you said uh, the, 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 the kids are now getting homeschooled. Were they homeschooled before or they were going to public school, private they, school, something? They were going to public school down here. Okay. And, um, and, so, know, now, and so now, it's, now, it's, now they're jumping on to the, the homeschool. Is it the online school? with it's the, more it's not necessarily homeschool it's more like online work that comes yeah. from the teacher and and the parents are really you know 
working with the kids at home. Yeah, so that's work still coming from the from the school. Uh, luckily, down here they've they've got uh, Chromebooks for all the kids. So right. you know, I mean, these kids are learning how to type. They're they're doing presentations. You know, my oh, yeah. third year is is all over Google Drive and Google Docs. You know, you know, <laughs> it's incredible. So, the, so your, your oldest is is in third grade. You said third grade. Yeah, I got a nine year old, a five year old, and a three year old. Yeah. So uh, Melissa, my wife, she's a third grade teacher. And yeah, that's what she tells me. All her students had to like, at some point, pick up their Google Chromebooks, take them home. Um, my wife is still on maternity leave, but she's got a lot of her colleagues, her substitute teacher calling her asking for tech advice. And then she turns around and starts asking me tech advice to give to her sub or to give or yeah. give to or give to like her other fellow teachers. Like, how do I use Zoom? How do I use? Have you it? turned it back? Have you turned it off and back on again? I always start with that. I always, I always start with that. So uh, that's, so well, yeah, she's dealing, she doesn't have to deal with it directly because she's on maternity leave. So she's off. Uh, thank God, because mm -hmm. she even is like, I'd be struggling with this. And, and it's been a bit of a headache because you got a lot of teachers that are 60, 70 years old. You got a lot of teachers that are 25, 35 years old. So some, some get it, some don't, but it's not like they can like stand over their shoulder and help them. Everybody's at home. So, you know, trying to get my mom to like fix her web camera so that she can FaceTime or uh, not FaceTime, but Google Hangouts or Zoom in with yeah. me and the kid. We can't see her. So she can only see us because it's just, you know, some people are technical savvy. Some people aren't. And it's a, it can be frustrating at times. And, and, uh, but uh, I mean, at least, at least there's, at least the kids have you two to like, you know, guide them in the right direction with the, with the Google Chromebooks and whatnot. I think of uh, what what we would do as kids, you know, 30 years ago. What would we be up to? Um, not using Chromebooks, that's for damn sure. Um, Did we have Cartoon it, Network at the time? You know, I don't know if Cartoon Network was around 30 years ago, but I think it, it reared its head in the 90s, late 90s, I want to say. Um, I could be wrong. If we were uh, kids. But, you know, I mean, it, it, would, it would be a total – different scenario i think i think more people would be outside less people would be inside like disobeying watch oh yeah yeah no, no, there, i think there'd be more people not following the recommendations because the because yeah you raise a good point and i brought it up on this show numerous times before i mean luckily it's 2020 we have netflix we got youtube we have uh pads and tablets and high laptops speed and internet high like, speed internet i mean not to mention you know even if you didn't have internet, I'm sure there's still, you know, the video games that are on the, the system. There are movies of the, fi the files of the movies that are on the system. Um, you know, a bunch of stuff that you still have on your phone or on your laptop saved to it that you could still read, that you could still watch. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, I still have a lot of those old files back when we used to buy movies off iTunes. Like, that's old tech now when we used to buy and download product from iTunes and save it to the device. And that's all backed up on old devices and old, old laptops that I still have. Like I dumped it to backup drives. And so uh, not, to, uh, not to promote illegal downloading, but I know there's a lot of people that might be doing a lot of illegal downloading and it's all saved to backup drives as well. And like those guys are the smart ones because you might not have freaking high-speed internet that shit might go down because everybody's in the house high-speed internet now 
Xfinity and Fios have been sending out emails left and right. Hey, we're here to make sure that this, that, and the other thing is going to maintain this, that, and the other thing. And uh, because, you know, with uh, one second. The, ba- the wife and the baby upstairs. So, uh, you know, they want, they want to make sure that you know that they're keeping up with how it's going to be a 2,000% up, upage in usage as, a, as, a, as opposed to what it was three, four months ago. It just, it just you know, quadrupled, if not quintupled or sextupled or octupled or whatever. And so, like, there's times the internet just goes out. Like, I have not had the internet go out in this new house. We bought this house in September. And I put Wi-Fi in this joint in October. We moved in in November. No problems with Wi-Fi all throughout October until, like, March 15th. We had the internet go out twice already. Wow. And we have, we have like, all the brand new gear in this house. So I know for a fact. What, what speed do you have there? I think it's, like... I think it's like 100 down, 50 up. It's fast. It might be 50-50. I don't know. I figured you guys would have one gig come through there by now, man. I'm fortunate enough to have it down here where I'm at, and I'm south of Atlanta, southwest of Atlanta by 28 miles. <clears throat> and they ran it down here because Highway 85 is a big – you know, it's a main vein for traffic coming up from the south. Yeah, see, down I, and down. I don't even know, to be honest with you. I really don't. I mean, I sh- I could I could go onto my Xfinity account and look. I mean, but still, I mean, it, it, I mean I'm sure I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's higher than that because we got like uh, all right. So it's one it's one down and five hundred up. One it's yeah it's one down five hundred up. One gig down. One gig down five hundred megabytes up. Man. It's all right. I was going to say, Comcast is capping you on the upload. What's up with that? Well, they're Comcast. That's what they do. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I would figure it was the other way around. But. Well, I mean, you know, uh, I, I, I was thinking about you because when all this started going down, I was like, you know, Glenn is one of those, he's one of those parents now that this like this whole thing happening with coronavirus is one of the pinnacle things that will probably happen during the century, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you had a child during all that. I mean, that is, that's a wild, wild, wild thing. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's scary, uh, but at the same time, it's exciting, you know, it's new and exciting. It's just, it's, it's life happening, man. You know, it's, it's all those emotions wrapped into one man. It's what you want. And, uh, you know, the, the, the thing is that uh, I see a lot of people kind of around the neighborhood, man, somewhat listening, somewhat following the rules. Um, you know, uh, I hear different people, you know, someone listens, someone following the rules. I don't know, man. Like for me, I can only trust what they're telling us. And if they're, if they're wanting us to do certain things, it's probably serious enough to consider it. That's how I look at it. I mean, um, but I'm not completely just locked down to the house. I don't have to drive into work. Listen, you know? yeah, listen, I'm not a flat earther. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not a flat earther and I'm not like a global warming denier. So I'm not really into like the conspiracies where 
I mean, dude, we and did some interesting ones out there. You heard about the five G one? I mean, there's, 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 whatever. It, 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 it's, it's curious, but at the same time, I'm not gonna, it, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say a hundred percent this, that, and the other thing. I mean, right now, me being in the National Guard, I'm gonna be kind of careful about what I say about about who and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. I'm gonna like, I, I'll, I'm always willing to play devil's advocate, but I'm not gonna just be like, oh, f f this or f that or this person or that person because. Still, right now, I'm trying to collect that pension in in, in another twelve years. <laughs> so, so uh, and and actually, you know, we can jump on National Guard a little bit because you know there's been a little bit of action out here, but you know, not so much. But you know, th- I'm going to listen to the government. I'm going. Well, I have no choice. First off, because I'm a gig worker. I'm a freelancer. I'm an independent contractor. I'm a gig worker. And so there ain't no fucking gig. So there's really no reason for me to go outside right now. I got a shitload of indie projects right. and passion projects that I'm working on a number of scripts, uh, two web series to, to, to edit. Might as well knock out this podcast while I'm at it, you know, um, kind of jump into the hype and kind of like, uh, you know, tell people's stories and, 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 and try to enlighten other people out there that might be watching this. I doubt anybody is, but it doesn't hurt to try. But I, I have no reason to go outside except for take walks with the wife and kid. I really don't. Or maybe go for a two-mile run. And I'm kind of in a secluded little cul-de-sac kind of block where I go do a two-mile run. I'm back inside. I don't see I'm, I haven't seen anybody. So. Um, you take a couple of, ride, uh, couple of rides to the neighborhood in the Jeep, popping in first gear. Got the kids in the back. No seatbelts, you know what I mean? Not that I condone that, but, you know, we're just basically just cruising. You could probably, you're the only ones on the fucking road, so. I mean, you know, I mean, other people got golf carts. I don't have a golf cart, but I got a, I got a Jeep Wrangler. I take the top off and, and you know, and all that. And then, uh, you know, basically it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's cruise time. So we did mm-hmm. that, but besides that, it's really just, man, just getting stuff around the house. I got a, I got a honeydew list just like every other husband does. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm about to paint kids' bathrooms. Bro, I mean, at least you got a kid. Back work. At least you I'm got playing, a kid. Playing three different condenser coils, you know, in the last two weeks. Uh, I mean, you know, shit like that, catching up on things. And, and one of the things I was telling, you know, I was telling my wife, I said, look, uh, it's almost as if things had to hit pause, like the whole world had to hit pause for a minute. Mm-hmm. Almost like we were we were just going too fast. We were working too working too hard or something. Yeah. Stop, wait, back up a minute. Let's catch up and see where we're at. Unfortunately, it has to be under these conditions. But you know, there there are positive silver linings here that and that I'm trying to focus on. But I've got you know, look, I've got elderly elderly parents and, and older parents. People are at risk. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anybody personally that's gotten uh, infected. Uh, there was somebody uh, you know that my brother was telling me a story about that that works at his office. Uh, there was somebody at my office, um, you know, and, and, you know, it's all over the place, man. So that's the whole point about during these times, you, you just got to listen to these recommendations. I don't, I don't know what, how hard it is. It's like, the hell's wrong with people. Yeah. But not to say I'm not going to go to the store or I'm not going to, you know, go take care of the things that need to be taken care of. Yeah, I mean, luckily you got an eight eight year old. Even a five year old can like kind of help with stuff. But yeah. well, I, <laughs> hey, I got a nine year old. I got a nine year old. Sorry, sorry, nine year old. And she's and let me tell you, 
between eight and nine, that that's like a, a, a she's really in a pre-teen, a pre-teen stage now. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know, right? It, it's yeah, it's 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 something. Um, but you know, they're all good kids, man. They're all listening. They're doing what they need to. They're busy as hell. We're all busy as hell doing something. Um, I don't understand people that say they're bored. Like, I mean, if you're bored, then you must not have that much to do because. Yeah. But I mean, like over here, binge watching stuff can only take you so far. Um, you know, I've got a couple passion projects and so I'll come downstairs, you know, and I try to work out, you know, time shifts and like, you know, come downstairs and work on this for a couple hours and go upstairs and hang out. And the wife was getting kind of lonely and getting a little bored. And I, but I can see that. I can agree with, you know, only so many Bravo shows, Lifetime movies, Netflix originals that you can binge watch until it's like, I got to fucking go outside and actually touch some people. Go get a drink with people. There's only so much drinking I can do in the basement. I actually have to go out and like put hands on people and dap them up and drink with people in a loud, noisy bar. Like I've never wanted to be at a loud, noisy bar so bad. Before I was like, nah, nah, before I was like, before I was like, fuck that. I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna edit, hang out with a wife, go to the gym, work out. Now I want to go to a bar and get hammered with friends. It's like fuck. We got to get out of this. Well, house. it it's you know that absence makes the heart grow fonder kind of yes. thing. Yeah. I believe, you know, you, you take it away and you can't do it. I mean, that's why when, when all of this kind of wraps up, it's going to be amazing how much money is spent, how much, how, how much activity there is. Um, I mean, I'm hoping the stock market comes back too. Uh, but yeah. I mean, it's how many babies are going to be born nine, 10 months from now. Well, you better, you better start, hey. you better start investing in Procter and Gamble. Hey, look, how many people are going to get divorced? Campers. I wish you could invest in law offices. <laughs> or uh, legal, no. I wish you could uh, invest in like uh, lawyer, lawyer firms. Saul Goodman funds? Uh, divorces and babies. Sure. Bro. I mean, taxes? So... I mean, we pretty much kind of delved into my second point of, uh, of, our, of our conversation is that uh, if you want to go, if you want to delve in deeper into like how you've been impacted, like uh, is there cabin fever going on with, with you is it, or, or you or more in depth, you know, the wife's hanging, the wife's hanging on, having a good time. Kids are doing good. They're staying motivated. You're, you obviously sound motivated. I mean, like if you want to go a little bit more in depth, about how you've been impacted by this? Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, the impact really is, it's that social interaction that you get with people. Mm-hmm. I know that that's, I was just talking with one of my coworkers yesterday about it. When you don't, when you don't have that interaction, you're so used to having that pattern and you don't really take note of it. When you don't have that interaction, you find yourself going, damn, you know, uh, let me, let me, let me give him a call, man. I, I usually talk to him for about 15 minutes every day, you know, at work. At least 15, 20 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. It's things like that. Uh, the social interaction, it's, it's, the, um, it's some of the, the uncertainty, too, you know, the, what, what is going to happen, you know, and, and, you know, is there a chance to be furloughed or laid off? And some people right. have already been laid off, a lot of them in, in you know, service industry. Uh, but at the same time, 
the uncertainty is scary, man. And, and when you think about having kids and something like this, um, let alone, you know, even people you're taking care of that are, you know, that have weakened immune systems or that are elderly and, and naturally have weaker immune systems. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that, that really makes you wonder. Uh, we try to talk to, you know, my, gr- my grandmother as much as possible. I've got one living grandparent left. My wife has one living grandparent left. My parents are still alive. Her parents are still alive. But, you know, they all have to be careful. And um, we're not around them, right? So we're down here in Georgia. And, and so the other impact for us is really like, you know, we, we can't maybe have sort of a comfort of, well, you know, if something serious did happen and we did have to violate quarantine and leave, um, you know, we'd be close to family. Oh, that's, you know, that's a hell of a drive for us. Um, you know, so that's one of those things to where when I put my survival pack on and all the kids and the wife put their survival pack on, where are we going? Right. Probably not making it back to Baltimore. Right. So those are the kind of things I think about personally, but otherwise I'm just staying optimistic, man. Like I said, trying to stay busy. I mean, just like anybody else, I'm going to go out and, and cut loose and just kind of have that interaction, go to a barbecue, drink some beer, do some cornhole or, or whatever. Well, there's too much uncertainty, man. You know, and if you risk it, you risk it. Yeah. And, uh, and that's up. That's on you. You know, I mean, if you're going to take that risk, that, that's your choice. But see, it's it's not it's not just as simple as like you know going out there and risking getting a flu or getting a cold. I mean, like there's we, there's no we have very few resources or knowledge of this thing, and it's spreading it's spreading right. rapidly. And so right. ha- taking that risk puts others at risk. It's almost detrimental to everyone around you. Make taking that risk. It's like you know you want to you want to. Uh, you as a motorcyclist, you want to, you want to ride your motorcycle without a helmet. You're really the only one at risk with that because whether you're riding without a helmet or not, you getting in an accident is caused by something else caused by other factors. You wearing the helmet or not is really going to cause the accident, but you not wearing the helmet is more, uh, cause, uh, uh, is more risk to you individually, solo. It's but, a seatbelt for you, man. If you don't wear the seatbelt, right. that's all, man. You, like, can, you can still drive great. Sure. But if someone else hits you head on, or if you lose, or if you lose control and you hit a tree, you're going to go through that, you're going to go through that windshield. Now, I, hey, but, hey, but, but life expectancy but, decreases dramatically, but that's but, on you. But that's on you. Now you go out, you start driving around, you're you're driving you're driving a motorcycle, but while you're riding a motorcycle, you're fucking juggling chainsaws and hand grenades, and 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 loaded guns. You're juggling them. Now you're a risk at everybody else around you, and that's what it's like going out and touching people and partying. All these kids going to spring break. They didn't want to give up their spring break. Well, they probably just spread the fucking thing crazily. Well, that's, what, look, that's a good that's question. They said, and that's why they said that this fucking weekend was the most important time to stay inside and stay the fuck away from everybody and don't do shit because it's really at its peak right now because everybody came home from spring break that refused to not go if you were in those kids shoes what would you do i would have stayed the fuck home would you yes yes 
Dude, for me, I look back on myself at if that nine, age. If 9,000, if 900,000, if 999,999 people out of a million told me you should stay home, I'm not going to be the one fucking guy being like, nah, maybe I'll still go. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. All right, no. so, you I mean, know, here, here, here's the deal. At that stage in my life, my car was my home. So, you know, it's like, I'd probably say, fuck it, and be like, nah, man, if things are going to shut down, I'm partying my ass off. And, of course, later on, when you get older, you're like, what an idiot, right? Right. I mean, it's, I, I think it's easier to say that now because you know the risk. Like, it, you, you have things to lose. You know, you got shit that you yeah. don't want gone. Yeah. You know, but for a lot of people that are young and they're starting out, man, and they're just trying to break three from, from their parents and, or whoever else is, is wrangling them, it's like, they'll take the risk, man. But, right. I, I mean, that's, it's dumb. It's dumb, but I can't say that I, I wouldn't be tempted and, and I could very well have done the exact same thing as some of these kids said, fuck it. Right. I mean, it's... it's, it's you know, uh, I mean, I'm just being real, dude. Like yeah, that, looking back, like at that at, stage of my life, when I was 18, 19 years old, yeah, fuck it, two tits in a bucket. Well, okay, <laughs> touche. I mean, I, I, I I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Back then, I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing any of this dumb shit. I'm not. I'm not going. Glenn, you've always been very responsible. Well, thank you. I tried. Been responsible. I, I always tried. Yeah. Way more responsible than, you know, than, than my ass. For the most part. Maybe not. Okay. Tiny, maybe a tiny bit. Well, I appreciate that. I guess, uh, you know, moving on, uh, since we've been locked Glenn, up. In, uh, what? What did you say? Well, anyways. Well, anyways. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Can't just yada, yada, yada whole podcast. Yeah, you can't, can't yada, 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 yada whole podcast. Uh, you know, we, we were talking earlier, Netflix, Hulu, you know, binge watching, streaming, you know, digital media, all that good sort of thing. It, has there been a series, a movie, a book, online tutorial or some sort of deal that you've watched, read? ingested helped you pass the time kind of uh helped you get through it uh learned a little bit kind of advanced or 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 bettered yourself during this uh shut-in i mean i've watched there's so there's so much content out there to watch um i'm still watching better call saul that's one of those things i just keep up with westworld keeping up with it love westworld awesome show mm -hmm. um hunters was good Watched a few episodes of Hunters. Okay. Uh, have not finished it. Uh, watched three episodes. Um, that seemed like an awesome, awesome, awesome series. Um, yeah, that's what, that's looking what, forward, really looking forward to something coming out soon. And I've been kind of reading some stories this past the time about uh, the second season of um, uh, that, that superhero villain show on Prime. The, uh, what's it called? The Boys. The Boys. Uh, season two of The Boys. Okay. Oh man, what a great show! I highly recommend that to anybody, man. It's it's very well written, and they got some whiz bang pal eye candy in there, but great characters. Um, I mean, you know, also just trying to stay busy with work, man. Like I said, now more than ever, I have to try and balance the ability for me to 
to work remotely. So I'm currently building a system at work right now. It's a virtual system that we're going to use for documenting basically all of the, the racked gear and, and how it's connected and what it's connected to. So I've been reading about that software. I've been working with that software, um, you know, and then also learning about programming. I mean, uh, a lot of the things that I do at, at work too involve scripting. So I'm mm -hmm. learning different languages. I'm interested in learning new languages uh, for programming. One of the ones I was looking at recently was Julia. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a bash scripter mainly, um, but it's things like that skill sets I'm trying to learn. Maybe learn a new language. Sure, why not learn a new programming language, right? I'm probably not gonna learn Spanish, but I'll, I might learn Python or Julia. You, you know what I mean? Like that's that's also where my brain's at. Okay. Um, but I'm really, um, I'm telling you, man. Like I'm, I'm really wondering with these productions being on hold. I know there's a lot of money getting getting put out um, to pay these production companies while they sit on pause, but. I wonder when, if there's going to be like a pause in content at some point because of this, like in the aftermath, there might be a period of time to where there's not really that much good content out. Right. It may be a bunch of regurgitated bullshit or, mm -hmm. or run stuff, you know, for a little bit. I wonder what period of time that'll be. Cause I think that, that that'll happen too. Cause nobody's shooting anything. Right. I mean, I think the days of studios, you know, decades ago, 80s 60s 70s 80s even 90s studios even early 2000s studios kept movies on the shelf like there's movies that were released four or five years after they were shot and edited and they were put in the can so to speak and they sat on a shelf and the studio was like no nah, we're not going to release it just yet um you know not feeling it blah 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 and I feel like with an event like this, had coronavirus happened, they still wouldn't have, nobody was still, nobody would be going to the theater to go see them. So maybe straight to, maybe straight to TV. Maybe, maybe they would all just dump it to like HBO movies. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe that's what we had. Uh, fucking, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, late 2000s, early 2010s dumping it to Redbox, dumping them straight to on demand, dumping them straight to DVD or digital download iTunes. And now I don't necessarily see there being, I mean, probably obviously there's going to be a pause in production of a lot of shit. Obviously Marvel even announced it. Marvel even announced everything getting uh, postponed six to nine months back. Uh, all these release dates, you know, Black Panther's not coming out until like 20, late 2021 now, mm -hmm. Black Panther 2, you know, and then all those dates around that, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is fucking, I think, 2022 now. <clears throat> so, um, the beauty of it is, man, with today's technology, Netflix, Hulu, Prime, YouTube, 17, 18 other fucking you know, streaming platforms. We have so much content. We'll still be entertained. We'll still have something to watch. I mean, bro, there's so much shit in my watch list just on fucking Netflix. Not even I think a lot of people, look, a lot of people are going to go back and watch classics, right? 
Game of Thrones. And that's the fucking problem, dude. I'm always on Pluto TV watching 80s Rewind. I've got new shit to watch I, that I still keep procrastinating on because I'm like, nah, you know what? Tonight, I'm in the mood for another 80s movie. You're like, I haven't, I haven't beat this dead horse yet. I'm going to watch this just one more time. You know, uh, you know I'm going to go on Shudder and I'm going to watch the Friday the 13th series franchise for a 13th time. Like I haven't beaten this fucking dead horse. You're, you're exactly right. When there's, when, when there's, you know, me and the wife right now are watching Shit's Creek on Netflix. I mean, that's been in my watch list for years, but uh, Shit's Creek on Netflix with Eugene Levy, um, mm -hmm. Catherine, Catherine O'Hara, funniest fucking show. That's what we're watching. That's what we're binge watching right now. And that's been in my watch list forever. I'm three seasons behind on Arrow. I can't remember. I can't even remember when I like fell off of Arrow and Flash because I watched that whole Arrowverse stuff on Netflix. And now they have season eight of Arrow on Netflix. And I'm like, how the fuck am I only halfway through season six? When the fuck did seven and eight come out? Well, another good show that I got turned on to recently is called F is for Family. That's been out for a few years. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it's on or not. I think it's a Netflix show. Uh, F is for uh, Family. You Bill, know? Burr, Bill Burr's uh, animated Bill show. Burr. Right? Yeah, Bill, yeah, yeah. And I mean, some of that classic 70s stuff is, is really funny because it, it, that, that crossed over into some of the 80s. I remember being young and having some of these similar uh, situations happen with parents and you know, awkward moments kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like for some reason, Hey, dad's flying off the handle at the guy at the TV store. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, that that's the kind of shit that happens. You know, you're smoking everywhere. Everybody's smoking, you're sm smoking. Everybody's yeah. smoking. I remember that. Now I remember like as a kid, my dad's fucking ashtray in the car, just like overflowing, mm -hmm. overflowing. Like, dude, we used, dump, have one, dump. we used to have one in the house, you know, and one of those fans. Yeah. Sit there at the couch. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it now, like smoking in the house, just, I don't know. See, it only took about 30 years. Right? It, only took, it only took about 30 years. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Like one person, you know, yeah. they, made, they made it, they started banning it in restaurants. They started banning it in office buildings. Now where do, where, where do the smokers hang out? You go out in public places where the, the smokers smoke hang pit. out. There's always a smoke pit. There's Next still to a the smoke dumpster, pit. around yep. the back. Right, the guy's taking the trash out right next to where the designated smoking area is. No, I thank you. We're gonna take these smokers from out front, and we're gonna put them next to the trash. <laughs> well, they they did it. They got it done. It they worked. did it. They did it. <laughs> they did it. Those fucking anti-smoking people. Fucking Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Fucking Rob Reiner. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how he's involved. I don't know how you're bringing him involved. South Park episode about it. Huh? The South Park episode about it. Oh, okay. Like okay. All right. It's, it's been a while. It's probably like season 15 or something. You know, I've never gotten into South Park. Fail. Never, bro. Never. Never. I think I saw, I think, I think I saw the movie. The R-rated movie, the uncensored R-rated movie. All right, so that was good. That was like 99 or 2000, somewhere in there, I think. I never fucking got into the show, except I've seen, like, the most infamous best parts, like the Tom Cruise shit, the Isaac Hayes, the, the Scientology shit, uh, the Snooky smush-mush shit. 
That's a good one. Like they're mo- they're like the 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 Allah the 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 Allah. No. Oh man, huh? butter's bottom bitch. What? Butter's bottom bitch. I don't know. Yeah, you, you don't know that one? No. Classic, classic. Okay. No. The, ring ep- the ring episode. Mickey Mouse shows up. No. Classic. Gotta yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw the Mickey Mouse. Like I've seen these Jonas scenes, Brothers. but I, but but see, no, no, not Jonas Brothers. Yeah, like, no, like, like I'm YouTube. I'm YouTube educated on South Park pop culture. I'm uh, okay, okay. You got those snackables. That's what they call those. Yeah, snackables. Those, those I, I got snackables. the little t- the little yeah. tidbits, the little bites, little little mm-hmm. snack, uh, bite size. The bite size South Parks, yeah. Bite size South Parks, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing there. No, yeah. man. Like, Family Guy was always my shit, dude. Family Guy. I think that's it, man. Like, I never fucking got into Simpsons, really. Maybe a little bit. I think maybe the first two seasons. And they kind of just fell hey, off, man. I, I like, I like Family Guy. I, I, I kind of outgrew Family Guy. Oh, family and- Guy, dude. Family Guy is so... American I mean, Dad is my favorite yeah of seth mcfarlane okay american dad is 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 the shit you know I, the cleveland show's funny family guy's funny american dad's fucking awesome and plus you know ted i mean come on fucking ted okay All right well i don't know um yeah uh I, maybe this is the best opportunity for me to watch 20 seasons of South Park. I don't know. I think it's like 23 seasons. Never mind. I'm not doing that. This Fuck last that, season yeah. was pretty, yeah, pretty fucking hilarious too. Cause nah. you know, they're selling weed legally and Stan's dad started a farm, but they're like, still fucking 12 years old somehow. Eight or eight. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> There's no growth. Oh, man. Hey, Simpsons did it. Yeah, the kids don't get older. I know, I know, but I only watched like the first couple seasons. I didn't, did. I didn't stick with that. Now, I did stick with Family Guy, even though nobody grew up in that. Like, the fucking baby's still a goddamn baby, but. Well, what you need to get on if you're not on it already is Rick and Morty. If you yep. ain't on it, man, oh, yep. he is definitely where it's at. Yep. Uh, Dan Harmon. Yeah. I think it was Dan Harmon created a new show I wanted to check out. Um, I don't know if it, when it's coming out now, but um, he's the co-creator of Rick and Morty. Rick so and Morty. Looking- Rick and Morty is the smartest sci-fi property, animation or not, live-action or not, documentary or not, mockumentary or not, series, movie, book, comic, animation or live or, or live-action narrative. Rick and Morty is the smartest, whether it's a comedy or whether it's serious. It is the most intelligent sci-fi property out there today. That is one of the best shows I've ever fucking seen as far as like interstellar, dimensional, multiverse, sci-fi. I do like there's so many different philosophical fucking bullshit levels you could it, it, talk it about think of, for hours when it comes to Rick and Morty. When I think of Rick and Morty, I think of Back to the Future meets The Fringe. Okay. On, 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 on acid. Okay. On acid. Like No, no, no acid because I mean, have you True. Did you, you, did you watch The Fringe? The the Fox show Fringe, yeah. Yeah, did you watch yeah, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Dude. 
I mean, I, I, that guy was tripping every other episode. He was, he, he, he was, a, he was, he was definitely a microdoser. He was definitely a fucking microdoser. Yeah, but, you know, like between those two shows, that, 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 that's the beauty of how they, they have fun with the science fiction and, yeah. the, and the, the portals and, and, and all of the infinite realities of your infinite selves and, and how you think about that even being possible. It's like your brain doesn't even think about that being possible. You just laugh because it's, it's funny. But Speaking there's some really intelligent stuff behind there what is. you're talking about. I mean, it's a very high-level fucking, like, string theory, quantum theory kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, even though they're not, they're not, like, right now formulas, but the, the, the theories that they're making fun of and talking about mm-hmm. – are serious theories and it's fucking hilarious. Man. Rick and Morty is. Rick and Morty, yeah. Right, fucking. right. It's I mean, funny. the Fringe was too, but but the Fringe yeah. was it, they couldn't have the same level of fun because it wasn't a cartoon, you know? Because right. it's a cartoon, you you have, you know. Well, your Josh Jackson, jo- Josh Jackson made it fun, I think. Yeah. Uh, Pacey from Dawson's he was he was a good character. He was like but, he, was, he was like the sarcastic like. Like this is my dad. Well, what what in the actual fuck is going on between him and between his dad, right? Uh, between Doctor Bishop and, and and Peter and the back mm-hmm. and forth they had. Um, it, I mean, it was just a very well written show. I was surprised it was on Fox. You know, oh, and and, and, and I didn't you, watch it when it was on. I I binged it. You know, years later. Now I just uh, thought about this. I just thought about this because of another show I was watching, even older. This fucking show, speaking about speaking of what is possible when it comes to fringe science, they accidentally brought a character back to life in that show because they decided not to air an episode, which was supposed to be like the second episode of a season. Let's say it was season three. I can't because there was four seasons that show lasted. Yeah. And that his. No, 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 there was five. There was five. The fifth season at, was like short. At the, end of the, at the end of the fifth season, it was kind of weak. I mean, the fifth season was kind of weak. What but they it was did. also short. It was shorter. It was a couple episodes shorter than the other. No, it, no, no. Like every every season was like maybe 20 episodes. Let's just yeah, say it, 15 20, to 20. 23 episodes, the, the yeah. Fifth, the fifth was like exactly half the amount yeah. all the other seasons were. I think it, they it, it was that, a short cutoff. Like we yeah, got it. We're going to end it. Like, we're going to end it properly. We're going to yeah. close out questions. We're going to close Basically, out fan in, service in December. We got to go, but we got to go. They, they did their Christmas episode and said, we're fucking done. But here's the thing. So I think it was season three. You know, that Hispanic dude that worked in the FBI office with uh, the lady, Olivia something or, or what, or Octavia, yes. or whatever, whatever yes. her name was. Yep. I know you're talking about. So the show's going on halfway through season three, he dies. Right. Then a couple episodes later, he's back. No explanation given because they decided not to air what should have been the second episode of of season three until like episode 17 of season three. So when you go back and watch it, the order that it's in is not how they they, aired it. For for some reason, they decided not to air that episode when it was supposed to be. And then they aired it later. Like they fucked... It, there, it's on the Wikipedia. I never knew that. You That's can, funny you, as you can look it up. Like, uh, I, I'm not. I don't even want to look it up. But because you know, I might as well because I can screen share. But who's the program director here? What the fuck's going on? That's okay. a good point. Who is the program director? You know, I don't fucking feel like program directors lazy as shit. It's fucking 11:30 p.m. They decided not to air the goddamn episode when it was supposed to be. 
And they've done that with a lot of, a lot of series and a lot of networks have done that before with like, remember that old show SWAT? They just shot shit, but that, because most of the time, I didn't watch it. most of the times like the, the, the Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk, every episode was standalone. Um, oh, here's another example. That's, that's what made me think of it. I'm also binge watching Batman, the animated series. Remember in 92, Batman, the animated series? I do. Great. <laughs> Great series. That's one of the best That's fucking. So I, I've meant, I think I've mentioned Batman the Animated Series on every episode of Zombie Squad, Zombie Squadcast since the coronavirus because that's what I've been binge watching. So the DVD release is not in the order that WB released it. And I don't know why. I even have, and there's even a bunch of episodes with commentary, with the producers and directors' commentaries on it. And they never fucking talk about why. But the DVD release is not in the same order. So when I remember, when I, I watched the premiere fucking episode of Batman the Animated Series, and do you remember what the very first episode, who he was chasing after in the very first episode of Batman the Animated Series? I'm trying to think. I saw it not that long ago. Um, it, back in 92, when yeah, you were, when you were like... Uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't the joker nope. um it was it was an obscure villain that no didn't... it wasn't it wasn't obscure the very first episode that was released in 92 episode one season one of batman the anime series was catwoman he was dealing with catwoman Cat, he was dealing with catwoman on the dvd that's like episode 20 of season one hmm. and i'm like what in the fuck's going on here and I don't know why they do well, that. that. Well, that, that's the thing. So then, yeah, the very first episode that I watched recently is not they're the actual like, episode that they aired. Yeah. They're just like throwing shit out. Now, with yeah, well, Fox, I mean, but with, but, with Fox, but with Fringe, with Fringe, it was a cliffhanger show. You can't, you couldn't have done it with Lost. You could not have done that with Battlestar Galactica. And you really couldn't have done that with Fringe because, in a sense, in a sense, most times, if not, Fringe, every episode with Fringe was a standalone episode. It was like this case. They travel to another dimension or like they turn a fucking cow into a bird and they close out the case after the end of every episode. But every, mm -hmm. th but every third episode of fringe was the subplot was the long, was the long, uh, was the long plot was the long play mm -hmm. uh, as, as, as opposed to the short play, every episode standalone. And that was another beauty of the unit, the show, the unit, I think it was on NBC or CBS. Every episode was standalone. Every episode was a great fucking standalone story. It wasn't a soap. Then they started getting soapy and every episode started delving into the next episode and it turned into like this cliffhanger, 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 started taking away from the show. Fringe was like every third episode was, was a cliffhanger. App. And then the sixth episode would answer unanswered questions from the third app, but episode one, two, four, five could have been standalone, but you still have to have like this grand scheme of things because some fucking dude that was shot in the fucking face Episode five is now alive. Episode ten, and then back to being dead. Episode eleven, and then for the rest of the series, it's like, why the fuck did you do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm bothered. Uh, either way, look, either way, they got paid. It was a good show, and I'm not Great. taking away. I'm not taking away from the show. Really cool. Now look, another one I might catch up with. Now that you're talking about Fringe, mm -hmm. talking about Fringe. Dexter, bro. I've seen Dexter twice. The serial killer Dexter? Yeah. Uh, Dexter, man, was a good...
fucking show. See, right? that's a that's a dude. That's another one. It's a it's a one of those it's one of those shows though that now that I've seen it twice all the way through. After I get through episode, I mean season four, I'm kind of done with it. Like it it, it loses interest because it has this like this incredible like you know story curve that you know it peaks at epi- you know at the end of uh, season four and then season five kind of keeps you here for a minute and then you just slowly fall down the story curve and then they just keep the show going right but i remember how fucking amazing the first four seasons of that show was man um that was one of the first shows that i watched when i got down here to georgia when i was down here uh living while michelle was pregnant with our second kid up in maryland uh because i moved down here first and then got situated and uh, dexter was one of those shows that i watched yeah i watched i watched all of dexter and you know, I liked the show. I enjoyed the show. My biggest beef with was fucking John Lithgow, I think was his best, and spoiler alert, but John Lithgow was his best uh, antagonist, I think. Mm-hmm. John Lithgow was a straight up fucking baddie, but it just seemed to me that Jimmy Smith's John Lithgow, that arsonist lady, it was just the same. They were just repeating the same fucking story arc. A good serial killer has to take down a bad serial killer. A good serial killer has to take down a bad serial killer. And, and it was like, what's, what, what started piquing my interest is how he had to start breaking a little bit of his own rules to cover his own tracks of being a serial killer. Well, and that, well that's part of his story development, right? That's when you part look of at him, he's got... He stayed safe so long. He's been doing the same thing for so long, and he stayed safe. But now he's at a point to where his life's changing, and he's breaking his rules. Mm-hmm. And then when he, every time he breaks his rules, shit goes down, shit goes south, more people die. And I, I just found it very interesting, man. Um, you know, and his sister, yeah. the, the actress that played his sister, I can't remember her name is, man. She was so fucking crazy, just hardcore, you know, exciting character that – I enjoyed the show for her too, you know, just as much as Dexter, because she was crazy as shit. And, and Jennifer Carpenter cursed all a lot. Yeah, Carpenter. Je- Jennifer Carpenter as uh, freaking um, Deborah. Know. I think her name was Deborah. Deborah, yeah. Morgan, yeah. Julie yeah. Ben. Julie Benz. I mean, dude, Julie Benz goes back, bro. She goes back. Remember New York? I didn't fucking realize that, dude. New York dude she, goes, she goes. Julie Benz. His girlfriend goes back even before that. No, you're thinking of. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of the other uh, the other woman. Sorry. You're thinking, thinking of you're thinking of Lauren cop. you're thinking of Lauren Velez. Yeah, I'm you're, thinking of the cop. Yeah. New York Undercover. She goes back, but I'm talking about Julie Benz goes back to like '80s comedies, dude. Like. Like what? Like like she's Heather like like, 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 I, I, like I didn't have to look her up. Like like Heather Graham, she goes back. Like Heather Graham goes back, dude. Oh, like License to Drive. Uh, maybe okay. I was wrong about that. Okay. As good as it gets. She was the one, she was the receptionist, as good as it gets. She was in, um, I, I must have been thinking of Kelly Preston. She was in Black Sheep, and she was in, um, you know, some horror movies. So what, what the fuck was I thinking? Oh, that's what I was thinking of. She was in Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the 13th. That's what I was thinking of. So, so there was two scripts that... So there was two. There was two. There was two spoof horror movies out there. There was a. Uh, there was a uh, scary movie, 
So yep. they made, he made that movie, Scary Movie. The Wayans Brothers made this movie called Scary Movie. And the original title was Scream If You Know What Jason and Freddie Did With Each Other Last Halloween. Because there was the whole, the whole underlining gay innuendo throughout with, uh, who was it? Sean Wayans was... John <laughs> and Marlon. It's like, you know, you know, don't be a menace while drinking your juice in the hood. So they had a similar title for that. Scream if you know what Jason or Freddie did together last Halloween or whatever the fuck. But they just decided to change, change up. I'm going to get you, sucker. Don't drink your juice in the hood, blah, 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 blah. Um, don't be a menace while drinking your juice in the hood. And they just decided to call it Scary Movie. Well, there, there was this uh, B, there was like this BB movie with Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Coolio, Tom Arnold and Julie Benz. And it was called Shriek If You Know What I Did Last Friday the 13th. And it wasn't as good. It wasn't as funny as Scary Movie, but that's where I remember her from. Huh. Like I know her from something. And then of course- I have to look it up now. I've never heard of it. You might be, I'm sure you'll be able to find it on Netflix or Hulu or Prime or Shutter or fucking- Or any, or or, any of the number of free streaming channels that or, exist. Or Pluto or Tubi or Crackle. It's a, or YouTube probably they're probably showing that shit for free on YouTube right now. <laughs> Just speaking of YouTube, one of the shows I'm really looking forward to. That's what it was, uh, Cobra Kai, buddy. IMD, IM, IMDb TV, dude. Do you remember in college when I was when I was studying when you and I were in the EMF and I was studying film, you were studying audio, and we were talking about IMDb. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know something about a movie, IMDb was the site. And it was so fucking raw. And now they got their own fucking streaming service, bro. Fucking, it's, it's incredible. I feel lucky that there are a couple of little things like that. Like Google, YouTube, and IMDb that we remember this shit. We remember, we remember the rise and fall of MySpace. Oh, yes. I'm sure my account's still out there. I'm sure it is with some of those. They probably didn't deactivate it just with so some, they can have with some, with some of those early fucking college films that you and I worked on. Oh, yeah, man. You know. What was the fucking um, cutback and misplaced? And, misplaced. And, yeah. and uh, that's Rob all. Flicks. Rob Fix and misplaced. That's all I can think of right now. But I think I put fucking Who You Calling up there on MySpace. But the, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, that was, no, I didn't. was after MySpace. That was we, that, that was when the Facebook boys were hot and heavy. Facebook and you and and YouTube. It was no, mm-hmm. it was it was a YouTube video that I would just put on Facebook. Well, Vimeo, Vimeo was was kind of getting going then. Never yeah, used it. And I, who the fuck is even using Vimeo? Well, I mean, there's there's Vimeo is still doing stuff, man. They they. They are tied in with a lot of different streaming services. You can stream through Vimeo with different products. Um, so they've partnered with a couple of companies to do more service, uh, provide more service, not just post stuff on their site. You know, you can do live feeds through Vimeo. Yeah, well, yeah, well, who the fuck wants to? No offense to Vimeo, but I'm sorry. YouTube, I mean, YouTube was like the start and the end and, you know, well, it's it's all about what the user wants, man. It's all about what the user and what the viewer, the user, it, 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 the user, right. yeah. It's it's the user experience. Everybody's going after the user. The and user, the user can be the user can be the producer. The user can be the viewer. The user can be both. You're right. The user experience. So yeah, I mean it's it's really it's really about 
I think connecting not just the technology, right, but also to connect people with other people that are like-minded that want to tell their own story or to tell someone else's story, right? And it's all about telling these stories to feel connected Absolutely. and feel, feel understood and, and feel uh, like you're part of a community and you're part of something larger than just yourself. And, and we're lucky right now that that's going on, if you think about it, because like I said, when we were kids, our internet speed was abysmal, right? You know, and if we were really young, if we were young children and not just teenagers, at least we had dial up when we were teenagers. But, you know, we were, if we were young children, man, dude, maybe you had a Nintendo, you know, if, if Nintendo was out about that time. Otherwise, you know, your ass was outside playing basketball or football, whatever. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. I was either skateboarding, playing baseball, or I was, I was fucking addicted to Nintendo. Addicted to Nintendo, man. So yeah, oh, my, yeah, yeah, my, my, my it got to, a, yeah, it, it got to a point. My mom had to unplug that shit and be like, "You better get the fuck okay. out of Blade, here." Blades of steel, okay. Double dribble, double dribble. Yeah, I liked all the dumb. I liked all the fucking sci-fi shit, all the fake shit, uh, the non-sports stuff, like the Mario's and the and the Zeldas and the Metal Gears and the Blastmaster, mm-hmm. Me- Metroid. Yeah, yeah, all that shit, man. So. Here's what's funny. I got an open emulator, open EMUs and emulator I use on my Mac. I've got a Mac mini connected to my TV upstairs and I've got about 700 Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Okay. It doesn't even total a gig. I know. That's pretty wild, man. Yep. It's pretty fucking wild. You can't even get, I mean, <laughs> you you can't even get much media except audio these days, right? I, I got for, for that. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you can't even get audio for that. I mean, you can. I mean, there's still audio, but I mean, if you're sending FLAC files around, I mean, FLAC, FLAC's a big file. You FLAC's, know? FLAC's, still, yeah. You know, I mean, you're getting... You, I'm, get, I'm getting a lot of FLAC for using FLAC. Get but, a lot of I mean, FLAC, FLAC, but FLAC, but FLAC's better. I'm Black getting a lot of flack for flack, but flack's better. Let's be honest. I mean, there's like eight channels or 12 channels. You might flack. use some flack for it, but it's flack. It's not no. MP3. Yeah. It's not MP3. It's flack. Okay. It's not M4A. Okay. No, it's not. It's not that bullshit. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. I splurged. I got that digital NES that looks just like the old joint. It's got a, uh, it's got a, but it's got a USB for the controllers, but you can unplug it and it can be a wireless controller. And it's got all the fucking games. Nope. Right. Start fucking fingering the goddamn NES. Nah, man, it's just like yeah, I kind of missed that part though. It's just USB. I do not miss that fucking part. I missed because that part. It, because that was part because, because if I was quarantined with my fucking wife and my and my one month baby, and I'm trying to fucking play Super Mario, and I got and the baby's crying, and the wife's like, "Babe, can you get this shit to work?" And I'm sitting here, it's gonna be goddamn Jack Torrance all over again, dude. It's gonna be goddamn Jack Torrance. Yeah, but if that's what you had and there wasn't anything better available, you were living large, buddy. Dude, but but back then, if, but back then, if all you had was five fucking games and you can't go to Toys R Us to get a couple more new joints, you're beating you're beating Super Mario Brothers over and over. Dude, thank God. I mean, I wish there was no coronavirus. I wish there was no COVID. I wish there was no quarantine. But thank God we got what we have today, man. Mm-hmm. Thank God we have what we have today, dude. Because I've got an NES with no fucking cartridges. 
and there's and then I brought and I bought the pro bundle by the time it came out about a year. I got it like a year ago. I got like three hundred games on there. I never even knew fucking NES had back then. And it's just a like, lot of the games when I go through the list, I'm like, never heard of probably what the fuck is ninety percent of these games I never heard of. I've got and I've got like Japanese bootleg shit that they took like the engine of Super Mario Brothers one and they just put some like random bunny they just painted over mushrooms and turtles and Mario with like bunnies and flowers and calling it a whole different fucking game. And you know, you can clearly see it's fucking Super Mario Brothers. It's the same game. Yeah. It's the same game. <laughs> Somebody fucking ripped the game, basically. Like, what in the fuck is this shit? Oh, and I can save this shit now? Ooh. Ooh, I can save Super Mario Brothers too? Oh, shit. Wait a minute. What was the one that I, that, that, it was definitely Super Mario Brothers one, Super Mario Brothers two. I I could breeze through that shit. I knew where all the all the warps was. Super Mario Brothers one and three was like a nightmare, dude. You turn that shit off, you're fucked. No, no, no. three wasn't bad. You could save on three. No, you could not save on three. Yeah, you could save and continue on three. I don't think you could save and continue on three. Yeah. Nah, bro. Because three three had you could have the whistles. Those helped you. Those helped you. Those, because those, you had you had warps in one and two, and you had whistles. You had whistles. Three. You had whistles that were essentially your warps. Yeah. Um. Oh God. Yeah. You had you had whistles. Um. God damn it. It always used to piss me off when I'd play with uh, Luigi on Super Mario Two because it was like he jumped obnoxiously fucking far and high and like would float, and then drop fast. Super Mario Brothers Three. Let me see. By the way, I got to wrap this up here, Glenn, soon, dude. Yeah, so do I. Um, all right. Well, you know what? Forget about it. Uh, we'll, we'll just go with couldn't we'll save. Pick that up on the next one. Could not save on Super Mario Brothers 3. That's what we're going to do. But uh, the what would you say is your – Moving on to our next point, what would you say your next agenda, your next goal or set of goals or plans for the next month or two would be, say, still quarantined? Next month or two, work off the list that I have to do just for stuff around the house. I mean, that's, that's something I really would like to get done because a lot of the stuff has been sitting but I also got to think about work, right? So some of the other things I'm thinking about doing while under quarantine is making sure the family's handled at home, but also that I'm still staying busy at work. So some of the things that I'm going to be doing remotely at work, um, it's going to be involved in, in building this new system and, and getting a bunch of data into it and then see what I can script, see what I can pull from it. So over the next month, I'm probably going to be focused on that and doing other tidbits of things that my boss throws at me or my director throws our way that we need to start working on or planning. Um, but otherwise main focus on the kids, man. I, I think that the kids don't quite, I think, understand the gravity yet. Michaela does being nine, but um, the, the younger two are just kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to school, you know, and there's this thing called coronavirus, but, I just want to make sure that they're at least staying up with their studies. We're not falling off at the end of the school year. So then the next year for everybody is going to be a rough start 
also thinking about that too, because um, I mean, you know, look, you give, you give these kids idle time, man, and they're most of them are not going to use it wisely, right? So yeah. I know I wouldn't. I'd be playing Super Mario. So would you, right? Um, yeah. You know, so since we have this technology, let's stay busy. Because staying busy, you're not going to get bored. And that's that would is what my message would be to, to people. It's like, look, if you if you feel bored, find a project, start a project, start a new hobby, learn a new skill. You know, YouTube's perfect for that. YouTube University will, I mean, fuck, dude. YouTube in the 90s would have been an awesome thing. Um, there's so much that you can learn. So that that's what I would say. In the next month, that's probably where I'm going to be at watching training videos, um, watching videos of my kids on the work they're doing, watching my own videos to learn new skills for what I'm working on. Um, and then tightening the fucking house up, man, you know, sanitizing the mail. Sanitizing the mail. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Got Clorox wiping groceries, Clorox wiping, Clorox wiping groceries, you know? Yeah. That, that kind of stuff. That's what I'm going to be doing over the next month. Clorox wiping Amazon boxes. Like what, 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 what in the actual fuck is going on? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, clearly you're, you're blessed with the, with the opportunity to be able to, to work from home to remote work. And so you're not furloughed at this time. No, God bless. God That's bless. awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, passion projects, any music production? I mean, uh, my audience knows that you're, uh, you're, you're, you're a music musician, you're a rapper, a hip hop artist. Come on. I mean, any, uh, for, for that kind of stuff, I mean, I would love to say that I would, I, I would sit down and make something, and I probably will. Um, but it's hard to say that I can dedicate that time to it right now. Absolutely. I mean, that's, really, that's, that's really the difficult of it is that work-life that work balance. So right mm -hmm. now, um, I mean, the kids, having kids, man, keeps you busy. So not to say I can't come down here and squirrel some time away. I'm squirreling some time away right now, you know, doing the podcast. So there'll be opportunities, but just right now I'm not really focused on it, but Hey, look, inspiration happens at any time. I could be Absolutely. sitting there taking a shit. Okay. I could be outside mowing the grass. I could be anywhere and get inspired and boom, crack the laptop open, take a couple of notes, maybe record something real quick, get an idea, start an idea. Um, and then follow with it. Oh yeah. So, you know, that's always going on. I'm always listening to music. If, if, you know, Anybody were, were to look at my data usage, it would be mostly for streaming audio more than anything else. Um, so, hey, I got tons of records. Uh, I haven't even dove into yet. I've got two racks here. Um, so, yeah, even if I got bored, that would be short-lived. Never. I would be sampling something. Um, I'd be down here until 6 a.m., um, it, but it's because of the situation with work though, man, it's like, you know, I would love to be able to do that, but I also have to think about what daddy Warner bucks, uh, needs me to be doing right now. Um, you know, and, and that's one of the things that's, that's also keeping me busy. So Absolutely. Like I said, that's really what's going to be going on. Plus I'm going to try to pick up a book, man. I haven't read a book just a, you know, just a story about something, you know, whatever. Uh, it doesn't have to be like a manual on learning something. Uh, mostly the books I pick up, that's what they are. Mm -hmm. But 
I'd like to pick up just some fucking novel, man. You know, I got a Kevin Mitnick book upstairs that I haven't read, you know, about a true life thing too, about his story. So maybe I'll read a little bit about Kevin Mitnick, which is notably like, you know, most recent famous uh, hacker back in the eighties. He was really big and he's still kind of active, but um, maybe pick up another Hunter S Thompson book. Okay. Who knows? Hell yeah. Uh, there's an artist out there that I, I picked up a book a few years ago that I want to read to that's called uh artist or the author's name is Solara and the book is 1111. Uh, kind of some ancient alien type stuff for those that are interested. Solara S O L A R A. Uh, the book's 1111. So yeah, that's probably off the top of the cuff, man. That's probably what I'll be doing while I'm busy, you know, sweating my ass off outside doing the usual shit. Yard work, chores, you know, all the fun things that responsible fucking grown-ups do, I guess. Yeah. I guess you could argue if I'm a responsible grown-up, but legally that's what I am, I guess. Hey, man, anybody with uh, three daughters, a wife, a couple cats and dogs, you're about as responsible as anybody else on the map, my bro. I figured I'm not doing too bad. I got my vices just like anybody else. the hell? Well, if Life's you're living, man. If you, ain't, if you don't feel bad about something you ain't really living right i like that i like that is that your last point you know my 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 fifth point in the show is if you was to close out with one point one bit of advice one quick you know one quick maybe even one word advice to our viewers what would that be i'd say don't be a dumbass don't be a dumbass. Okay. Perfect. Great. To reach the spectrum, that's what I'll say. I can't say it with one word, but just don't be a dumbass, man. Stay safe. Stay busy. Don't be a fucking dumbass. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay busy. Persistence. But don't be a dumbass. Don't be a dumbass. Think, just think about it. Just think about it. Stop. Think about Wait. it. Wait. Back up. Think about it. Yeah, man. Oh. Awesome. Um, to close out, to, to definitely close out now. Any socials you want to put out there? I'm still on the Twitters, man. You can hit me at Twitter. Scotty OP is Scotty OP, buddy. So uh, I check that from time to time. I'm not too social out there on the social media thing. Um, but you know what? I'm still there. So hit me up. Um, I'll at least get the message, and then we can connect on a, on a DM or something. Scotty OP at Scotty OP. I'm in the wires. Hey, you got it, brother. Well, look, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us here on uh, Zombie Squadcast. Uh, for for the viewers out there, like, subscribe, share, comment, thumbs up, thumbs down. If you hate it, I don't care. Ring the bell for notifications. Stay tuned for another episode of Zombie Squadcast. And thanks for checking us out.